You know, I'd sometimes watch on TV or a social media advertisement where someone would be like, Hi, I'm Jessica. I am a single mom. Hold on. <laughs> it makes me cringe, you know, because personally, I see that as courage to actually boldly introduce yourself as a single mom. You know why that makes me cringe? Because single mothers go through a lot here in Nigeria and that title is mostly what no one would want to associate with. Permit me to use the word over there abroad. There are support groups and quite a number of NGOs that cater to and support single moms, but it's not really the same here. The societal and religious stigma that comes with it is often on bearable. You'd hear people say things like she couldn't keep her legs closed, that's why she's a single mom. And you'd also hear parents advise their sons never to marry or bring home a woman with another man's child as a wife. Which reminds me of the saying that the woman always bears the bulk of blame in any problem. If she gets pregnant out of wedlock, quote and unquote, the man responsible for the pregnancy gets 10% of the blame, while the woman or girl child is labeled a prostitute, not to talk more of the societal stigma she will face alone. I perfectly understand that some people become single mothers not because they want to but because of natural situations like death. This episode is an encouragement to all single mothers, especially here in Nigeria. I want you to know that you are doing so well raising that child alone and your efforts will never be in vain. We are so proud of your strength and your breathtaking. Our guest in this episode is a single mother of three that also guides and coaches other single mothers moms. Man, she is an inspiration. If you know any single mother, please share this episode with her to encourage her. Now, let's get right into this episode. This is the Calm Down Podcast, a reminder that we all have to take it one day at a time in our journeys, check up on our friends, and observe simple cuts. There are three segments to this podcast, which are the issues segment, where a topic is brought to the table and tackled, the reality check segment, where we check up on each other, and finally, the common sense rule segment, where we are reminded of simple cuts we might have forgotten or oblivious to. I am your host, Viola. I'm an on-air personality, content creator, podcast host, beauty and lifestyle blogger at www.hiswordmybeauty.com. Again, www.hiswordmybeauty.com. What's up, people? What's up, Calm Down Podcast fam? How are you guys doing? I hope you guys are doing absolutely amazing. Welcome to episode 25 of the podcast. I appreciate you clicking on the play button to listen to this episode because this one is also, also beautiful, just like other episodes of this podcast. And I especially want to, first of all, thank all of you that sent in your voice messages. So in case you do not know, here on this podcast, on each episode, after listening, what we normally do is if you enjoy the episode and you wanted to really express how the episode make, made you feel, I always recommend and always encourage you to make a voice message like to drop me a voice message and the link to drop the voice message is always in the description box so for the last episode which is episode 24 where we had chelsea pete she had journey living with sturge weber syndrome i got two beautiful voice messages one is from brown and the second one is from uche so i'm going to play those voice messages right now thank you so much brown and uche for sending in these voice messages i'm really happy that you guys are enjoying this podcast and appreciating all the work that goes into it because it takes quite a lot honestly so before we get right into this episode i really want you to hear what brown and uche had to say on the last episode where chelsea shared her journey with us leaving with sturge weber syndrome hi viola just listened to your most recent episode and very inspirational chelsea's story is a very inspiring one well done girl well 
done. And I must say that much, 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 much commendation should be given to Chelsea's parents. You know, she mentioned her mom a lot. Thank God for such wonderful parents who did not allow that um, condition to hinder Chelsea's positive growth. I know you understand what I mean. Thank you for sharing, for helping us share our story. Well done. That's all I wanted to say. Well done, really, because, yeah, well done. This is such an inspiring episode. And, like, I learned so much. And Chelsea is such a strong lady. And, you know, it's, I know it can't have been easy living with her syndrome as a child and even growing up but then you know this is teach you that you can be so much more even no matter how you look or how you're created and you know a big kudos to countdown podcast for this episode i really loved it once again thank you so much brown and uche guys you don't know how my heart skips like whenever i get a notification that you have a voice message from this person or from that person it makes my heart literally skip and i speed right off to go and listen because these voice messages are so encouraging they they uplift my spirit a lot so i'm so grateful that you guys really really found episode 24 helpful so um yeah i'm so happy like i really i'm really really blushing um right now and this is also a reminder that from episode 26 upwards we'll be introducing a new series on the podcast called stories around the world which basically means that i am giving you my podcast platform to share your story on this podcast yourself so i'm not going to be interviewing you i'm just going to send you a prompt for you to record your story. I genuinely believe that everybody in this world has a story. Our stories can be from our personal unique experiences, things we've gone through and overcame, things we are currently going through, but we're learning so much from or something you've witnessed happen. These stories also add to our identity. And also, by sharing our stories, we connect with like-minded people. So I want you to share your story. I believe you have a story. Even if you don't want to own it, you have a story. You have something. I want to see the world in your eyes. I, I want to see what the reality of life is like for you. So please, please, I want you to share your story on this podcast i am giving you my platform to do that so i already have a story prompt created for you to guide you in recording your own story we should be maximum of 20 minutes okay i have a story prompt already created to guide you the link to it is in the description box of this episode so please check it out and download the story prompt when you download it please record your story and send it to the email in that story prompt just follow the guidelines there it will really guide you in recording your story and of course it will be featured in a subsequent episode of this podcast really I cannot wait to hear your story. So yeah, that's about the new series that will be starting in this podcast as of episode 26 upwards. So over to our guest on this episode. I am so excited. Like I'm always excited in every episode. <laughs> I am so happy to introduce this guest to you guys. She is amazing. You know, when I was looking for someone to reach out to her as regards this, I found that like I had such a hard time because I just realized there's little to no advocacy for single mothers in Nigeria. People really don't understand that there is a lot that goes into single motherhood and someone would be like oh what of single fathers i am concentrating more on single mothers in this episode because if you check your statistics the percentage of single mothers that actually agree to take the child and take care of them is very high here in nigeria compared to single fathers and i feel like not even i feel like single mothers take the bulk of the responsibility that comes with catering and raising a child alone so yeah this episode is dedicated to all single mothers and for this episode, I have an amazing guest. Her name is Ronke Lawal. <laughs> I hope I pronounced that right. You see, guys, I really need to work on learning how to pronounce names better. Okay, so her name is Ronke Lawal. Ronke Lawal is a university lecturer, an aspiring author, a creative designer, and digital products creator. She is a single mother of three wonderful boys and a sickle cell carrier. Ronke has a self-improvement platform for single moms in Nigeria with over 40 single moms where they enlighten and educate each other about all they go through in their single motherhood journey. Her sector of interest is education, technology, and self-improvement. Now, from this bio I just read out, you know that Ronke is a warrior. Ronke is an inspiration, and I cannot wait for you to listen through to our conversation together. So, without further ado, let's go right into my conversation with Ronke. Please stick around. Briefly, do you mind sharing your story and journey on single motherhood thank you my story is um 
a bit complicated so i'll try to summarize it for the time that we have um so i became a single mom after i finished university i was seven i had a boyfriend and i got pregnant and i was excited about but somehow the whole relationship didn't work out i don't know what really happened because i went stuff like this happened communication isn't doesn't really flow anymore at some point so i wasn't really sure what happened. just found out that um my then boyfriend began to you know withdraw and when i tried to find out what was going on i wasn't getting much like long story short i got to realized that okay he wasn't totally on board with the baby idea and that he wasn't actually sure if it was him which was you know really devastating but yeah so that was it but that was that was how it happened for my first my first baby i moved on and after a couple of years i had my baby you know and life was good i was doing living my life as usual and i met someone fell in love and you know we got married and unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately after a while things started to fall apart again it was devastating i was like because i thought i you know took all the precautions read all the books uh before i went to it because i mean the second time that something similar was going to be happening to me but you know the marriage fell apart turns out that while we had you know so much in common what we had in common wasn't in 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 terms of maybe deep family values we were supposed to now in hindsight if i may add i think you know some people you meet some people and you're supposed to maybe be be great friends or maybe be business partners but sometimes when you connect with people on some level you're not really if you're not very aware you won't really be able to differentiate all of that so we got carried away <laughs> and we got married and you know life happened and then we had to split so i had two more kids and then making three boys always and then i found myself you know on my own with just my kids so that's a you know short version of my story how old were you when you first got pregnant after your youth service i think i was 23 23 yeah 23 24 oh okay um i wanted to also ask you know i went to your website which is amazing by the way and you wrote you live with sickle cell and a strong survival which is also inspiring so how do you combine that with single motherhood would you say it is daunting for you or seamless? Sickle cell is something you live with all your life. So um, it's just like having two legs. You kind of get used to the fact that you have two legs. And you are not, you are not. Um, I don't know how to put it. You are not um, dazed or phased rather by the fact that maybe you're supposed to have more. Maybe you're supposed to have less. It is what it is. So that is the way it is for me with sickle cell. Always had it. And I've always had to, you know, cope with it. Crisis would come and I would, you know, find my way through it. I'm used to, you know, the pain that comes with, you know, the different episodes of, you know, whatever crisis I have. So sickle cell has always, like, been, like, the theme <laughs> of my life in a way. So it's really hard to separate how that affects the other things the other life the other things that life kind of threw at me later on sickle cell has been there and you know um my mother will always call me to check up on me are you drinking enough water are you taking your routine drugs and all of that so that has always been there and yeah it's challenging but it is what it is and when you're used to something and when you've like found a way to kind of cope with something it doesn't really get that that bad i think you use you get used to it whether how painful or how sad or whatever you get used to it and i think that's what happens happened with me okay i hope you um you don't mind if i ask um your boys are any of them also with um the sickle cell no none of my none of my boys have sickle cell one is ac and then the others are as so the people i was with aa and then one of the men i had kids with was as so that was kind of risky but <laughs> i'm just grateful that you know it turned out that at least it was kind of balanced it was a very risky move okay when you're when you got pregnant at the first the first time you know after your nyc how did your parents react to it were they yes i know they were shocked but you know were they really supportive would you say they were supportive or was there this bit discrimination and how did you face and cope with all the religious um stigmatizations if you had any and social issues that came with it as well hmm. 
Okay. Um, my parents were, of course, very shocked and they were not happy. I am the first child and of, I'm the first of four girls that my parents have so it wasn't it wasn't a you know setting a good example you know in the context of how our culture and you know religion and everything is it was it was typically a very you know <laughs> shitty move pardon my language and i was very very scared of you know what they would say if they found out so scared in fact that i couldn't tell them i couldn't find the, the strength and the courage to tell them until i was well into maybe my second trimester i couldn't just i didn't know how to face my mother and tell her you know this so when i told them they were they were you know not happy but i'm so lucky and blessed that it did not take them too long to like you know turn around and become very supportive i was preparing for the worst case scenario because you know we've heard all these stories now we know how these things go i like i said i was seven so i wasn't you know living at home and and I was totally prepared, like, okay, I think they are going to disown me. And I think I should probably set up my, you know, one room apartment where I was serving and, you know, prepare to have this baby and all of that. I was thinking that. But I was so surprised because after I told them and I had to go back to my PPA where, where I was working, they, you know, kept calling me to find a way to just relocate and kind of come back home so that, you know, I could be close. It was shocking to me that, you know, they would accept me that much. And uh, from then till now, I've enjoyed so much support. But from the society, not that much. The stigma is there. It is people would gossip and say stuff. I don't even know where to start from. It is it is really bad. It's really, really bad. And this is one of the reasons why it was hard to cope with, but I did it, still doing it. And you know, it's one of the reasons why I want to encourage a lot of people to kind of rise and just try and be strong enough to face it. Because when you can't face that, that is when you're a single mom in this Nigeria, that is where to start from. If you don't break that shame, that judgment, that stigmatization it's hard for you to function well in other areas of your life so it's there and it's really really terrible it's terrible every day i have to keep encouraging people because you know people say stuff like things that are not so palatable things that weigh you down they say it you know and then you just have to you know keep going and keep moving wow wow wow, wow. i don't even know what to say that was very very brief and i'm so happy your parents are really supportive honestly because some cases or in most families the reverse would have been the case okay so um i went to your website the name of your website is square peg wonder you know you shared your story there so how did the name square peg wonder come about how is it related to you know everything that happened to your happened in your life and your advocacy for single mothers the square peg wonder is something the square peg really is something that is used to describe anything or anyone that doesn't quite fit into into the narrative and that is how i see myself that is how i see the way my life turned out it did not turn out the way anybody thought the way i thought the way i you know they think it should be and what i i added the suffix wonder because even though it did not turn out as planned this is what it still turns out to be something beautiful and something wonderful so that is where the term the square peg you know wonder comes from you work with and you also coach mothers what are the greatest challenges single mothers face here in nigeria especially emotionally and mentally challenges that um single mothers face they are quite <laughs> they are quite a handful in fact in a couple of months ago i ran a simple survey to see what because to see what they you know think their biggest issues is because sometimes you look at people and you think in your mind that okay this is what they need or this is what their challenges are but to them greater challenges that they are having might be different so i'll answer in two ways okay if you ask most single moms the they'll tell you okay the greatest challenge is the stigma oh people are you know judging me people are saying stuff about me and all of that and then second to that they'll tell you who is going to marry me now am i going to be able to marry again and all of that to me the greatest challenge 
language is to be self-sufficient because I believe that human beings really we are created to be useful to do something and when you do something doing something useful doing something meaningful it gives you that gives you that light that makes you able that makes you strong and confident to be able to face whatever challenges come and i feel like i always tell people that that is where you should start from when you're doing something meaningful and you're doing something that lights you up what people say about you the gossips the slander doesn't really yeah it's, it's hurtful but when you're doing something you're busy and you're doing something you're saying the result of what you're doing it, it, it helps really so if i'm going to say that okay what was the biggest challenge yeah, i would say the biggest challenge is that many single moms are not sufficient on and on the grassroots level because you know we have people who are at the top of their careers and doing well financially and they are still single moms so at every level the challenges are different but from my experience from the community that I have, I have about 40 um, women in my um, on my platform and I've interacted with them. I think that would be the, one of the biggest challenges that they have. Oh, okay. Do you think and in what ways um, did this pandemic have a huge impact on them um, in terms of finances? The pandemic affected every body, well, almost everybody. And I think the most affected are the people who before the pandemic, their maybe mental health is not that strong because um, even when things are, when you're affected financially, if you're like emotionally stable, there's a way you can say, okay, fine, things things are falling apart, but I'm going to pick the pieces up together and see what I can do with it. So yes, the pandemic affected a lot of single moms financially so much because um, most people have jobs that are not the kind of jobs that you can do from home unlike you know some people's kind of career so most people like sell stuff they are small business owners teachers and you know we know schools are closed so it affected a lot of people um financially and at some point on my platform we had to find a way to provide some form of zero interest loans to people who might be in dire need we came together and you know if you need some help and assistance for just a short period of time we could just you know, raise something for you so yeah it is what it is we just thank god that you know we are being sustained yeah and I, I wonder how you know that must have made you feel thank you so much for filling in that gap because just like for instance abroad you hear of support groups for single mothers where they come together to talk about you you hardly see these things before i got you when i was looking for someone i would do this episode with i went to google to search and there was just only one you know ngo that i saw that popped up that you know caters to single mothers and when i used the hashtag single mothers in nigeria on instagram you were the only one that i could see that was really doing this so i wanted to i want to say thank you you know on behalf of myself and everybody that listens to this podcast you're doing an amazing job and even if nobody tells you that you are doing an amazing job thank you very much thank you so much it means a lot to me thank you yeah so i wanted to ask right um the children or you know a child in these cases like you know has only one parent raising him or her like the just the, the mother would you say it has an effect on the child in the long run in terms of nutrition wise health wise um emotionally and psychologically would you say it affects these children um in the long run um the the obvious answer would be yes every action everything that happens has consequences so if only one parent is raising you it, we cannot really compare it to a two-parent household in in a lot of ways then again it is better for it for one p good parent to raise you than for you to have a second parent that might be in the way of the I don't know how to put it that might just be getting in the way of the of the way that child should grow generally what I'm trying to say is that we have kids who has maybe for one reason or the other they didn't have both parents some some just have one kid due to maybe deaths for instance they are just it's just maybe their mom or it's just their dad and they grow up fine and then um some people they grow up and maybe they lost their mom during childbirth and you know they are just 
raised by just their dad and they turn out fine but when it comes to single mom because um of the circumstances and because of the way we we've been brought up that okay family should you know be this and that we we, we always worry more and it is good for us to worry i always tell my moms that you know when people come and say okay i'm worried that oh this this child will lack this this child is a good thing and that you should write down all those things they are worried about and then you work on it and you overcompensate for it if you think the child is lacking this and that and then somebody keeps reminding you it's a good thing because a child that has two parents may be lacking that same but nobody would enter put their mouth in their business to tell them anything so that way they relax for you as a single mother and you're the only one or maybe you're a single dad and you're the only one people would things will come up like okay and then even you yourself even if nobody says stuff you're like conscious that okay something might be missing and then you put things in place to um, compensate for that so yeah it is not the same but at the same time like i said it is better for you to have one of something that is actually of good quality than for you to have um one good and one not so good because there's a there's a way that it's rub off on the good work that one person might be doing. So if one parent, if it, that parent is not doesn't have the best interest, I, I would not even put it out like that though. Because sometimes we think we have somebody's best interest at heart, but our actions and you know the things we do might contradict that. So what I'll say so. To answer your question, don't let me you know, complicate the matter. Yes, there's an effect. But I also believe that when you know this, you can put things in uh, in place to for them to have that. So you think the, the kid is low on nutrition. There are hacks to these. There are tips that, you know, can help you. You think this child might not be having adequate father figure. You look around, you provide that. In fact, we provide double, double options for that. Let them spend time with, you know, this person that can be a good influence on them and then let them spend another time with this other person that, you know, they can pick up. So as they are growing, they are seeing good role models around and you are immersing them, not just to just, um, um, just hang out with this. You are telling that person that you are, you want as a good role model for your child that, you know what, I want you to, you know, be this for this, for this child. And you are very deliberate about it. To me, I feel that you cannot really lose with this strategy. But everything is about strategy. And that's the way it is. When life, you know, puts you in some situations, you don't just sit down and, you know, cry about the things that are not possible. When something becomes impossible, it just means that if you look the other way, there are also a whole lot of options that you, you are free to take. That's how I say it. Hmm. Wow. That's <laughs> that's deep. Um, I wanted to ask this question. You know, there is this challenge of single mothers, you know, getting really scared of the thoughts that when the child gets to a particular age, they want to know who their father is. They want to have that father figure in their life. So there's always like this big elephant elephant in the room where the child, where the, where the mother is always scared that one day this child will come up and ask, so where is my dad or who is my dad? What is the reality of such um, situations like? And how can such um, situations be handled with wisdom? Um, this is actually very, very common, like you have observed. It's common where maybe because um, the father did something to the mother, the, the mother is as vowed, is angry, and she has vowed that, no, you're not going to see this child, and, you know, this and, and, and that. And then, you know, she's trying hard to, out of whatever it is, to keep the child away from mm -hmm. the dad. I don't support... I don't support that and always, always, always tell tell my moms on our platform that you shouldn't really do take actions about your kids out of fear. That every everything you do for them should be out of love. If if this man that is their father wants to see them, you should try your best to put your emotions aside and think about okay, what is the best thing for my child? If this man is not going to um harm this kid physically or emotionally or psychologically, I see no reason why you should, you know, keep them away from having a relationship with each other. But the reality is that there are a lot of cases where the father pops in and out. 
of the kids' lives. This is not it's not healthy. It doesn't make sense for you to have any relationship where somebody will just come and say, Hey, hi, how are you today? And then you don't hear from them for three months or six months, and then you know, they keep thinking you'll be dead. This is is, is even worse. It's it's not okay even for adults to have those kind of relationships, not to talk of for kids. So in that case, some moms might want to, you know, work something else with their partners that okay, we need something stable. Like if you or if you want to be a dad to these kids, you have to work something out. Even if it's going to be a long, long distance relationship, yeah. Everybody has it. There are some people that, you know, they're married but their spouses live in another country and they make it work, right? So it's not really about that physical presence, it's about commitment. So most men are not committed in this sense and then most of the time the mothers, of course, they don't like this and that is why they always say, okay, you know what, I'm not going to allow you to do this or to do that. And in response, this man will tell you, you know what, there's nothing you can't do. In the future, this child come and look for me and, you know, and all of that. In fact, just this evening, I had a, a session with a, a woman that was concerned about, you know, making the right decision for the kids and with the guy. So the guy was this guy was threatening her that you know what they'll come and look for me and all of that and i, I also assure her that you have to calm down if they go in the future to look for this man how does that take away from anybody i know we always look at kids in the, in terms of oh we we are doing this for them and it's only us that they have to be loyal to but it's wrong like we don't own them they came to the world through us and whatever sacrifices we make for them it is our choice there are people that have kids and drop them somewhere and walk away but if you are staying to take care of this kid you have to stay and do it and not worry about the future that oh this child is going to run and go and look for the absent parents that wasn't there for them if you keep living in this fear you keep making decisions that are silly you keep doing you keep denying the kids what you shouldn't deny them of so i try to you know tell to calm them down that you know what these kids they understand they know more than you know we give them credit for you don't even have to discredit somebody in front of a kid the kids kids know they know you don't have to say okay this person is, is this stay away from them they can sense all these things you just need to you know be positive because if you're a single mom it means you are the major parent you are, you are now a like a bigger role model than you would be if you had a partner to do this with so you sh- shouldn't be negative in any way you shouldn't badmouth this man you should just you know protect them if you have if you have to but you should not hold hold them back from having a relationship if if is actually the right thing to do so yes kid to grow up and be curious and they'll go and look for this guy but this is another reason why i keep telling um this mom that you know what let us move on with our lives like this didn't happen like if if this negative thing in quotes if, if it didn't happen where would we be let's be there let's go do that what would we be doing right now let's go and do that so that way you're not missing out and it because it is you missing out on stuff that makes you you know have this bitterness and anger against and then you have to like start blaming this other person because there is no way this you being in any situation is own is somebody else's fault we have to take responsibility that okay us being in this situation there are some things we did to contribute to the fact that we are here right now and then we have to you know take charge of our lives do the things you want to do whatever will happen in the future will happen if you do something if you sacrifice for a child that child is not going to forget it fine the child might go and look for the absent parent but you still get your dues you still get that respect you still get that joy from you know working for something raising a whole child and when you when you get that really there's really nothing that you know you should be scared of or something that should you know, make you sad and all of that is is fear that make people you know behave that way and i try to tell my moms to act out of love and not out of fear mm. Okay, would you say all these challenges, you know, for instance, someone gets pregnant and has a situation where that person already knows that, you know, oh, I'm raising this child alone. It's now very evident that I'll be a single mom. Would you say all these challenges that we talked about are the reasons why you read cases in the newspaper of a mother giving birth and throwing the baby away in a dustbin or, you know, dumping the child in front of a motherless baby's home. Would you say that this is one of the contributing factors, these challenges, when someone thinks of them? Um, It will be hard to say. You know, life is really complicated. Life is not black and white. And when something happens to you in life, it's not just that thing. It's 
is a whole lot of there's always a history right um for instance if you get pregnant now and then you you are on the verge of becoming a single mom your reaction to that will depend on a whole lot of factors so yes for a lot of people thinking of doing this thing going on this journey is scary and they can they can't even imagine it so they either take the baby out or they give it give it away so yes you are right it's it's is a is not easy the stigma is not going anywhere even though people like me and you know some of my friends you know we, we speak up and all of that it is not it is not enough yet really for people to still be strong enough to say okay you know what i'm going to have this baby and i'm going to be fine by myself and i think it's, it's everywhere it's not just nigeria for you to being strong enough like to face whatever may come it takes God, and it is not easy so yeah people would you know look look for shortcuts when when they can okay well i shouldn't have said shortcuts but they would not really want to um go on the journey if they have if they think they have options really for most people that thrive easily as single moms they are the people who really really want don't want the kids like bad enough bad enough to not even care if anybody sticks around to help or help out with or not and you know it happens with most things in life if you want something bad enough you will defy all odds and it will not even be that hard to to cope so that is it um i believe that the reason why those incidences are plenty in the news is because many women we are not really in charge of our bodies per se we just kind of go go with the flu most people don't really um, determine by themselves like oh you know what I, I want to have a child now people just get pregnant there is no deliberate planning and then when you get pregnant maybe mistakenly there is nothing like you don't have a choice over what happens to your body whether you should whether you really want to carry this child or not still don't have that choice so i think it's a deeper issue than just a oh, single parenting stigma it's also an issue with you know women having autonomy over you know what they do with their body and when a lot of factors and then men they are the ones that determine when we get pregnant when we do this when we you know do a whole lot of things and it's just kind of scary when you think about it mm. okay what would you say to a parent of a single mother listening to us right now this podcast that is very much uh, or filled with emotions of anger but is still at the same time um, looking for ways to support the single mother that is the child right that is now a single mother what would you say to that parent what ways can they support and how can they handle that emotion you know those two emotions of anger and love at the same time okay um i'll just i'll simply say just do your job as a mother and a job of a mother is to accept your child no matter what and to love your child no matter what whether the ch- even from um when from childhood you have a child that is not doing so well in school or in whatever you are not happy about it but you still have to do your job which is to accept the child and love the child and then only after you have done those two things would you now try to say okay you know what let's correct some things that you know might not be going so well so my advice would just be you know let's do our jobs as mothers and whatever it is that is going on in the lives of our kids at any age we should accept and then and love them and try to you know when you try to do that it, it covers the anger disappointment and and all of that so let's try to because at the end of the day where do you want these these kids to go if you say you will not support your kid then i'm not really sure what else is there you know so yeah i'll just encourage people to support their children more when things when life isn't going as planned because apart from single um, motherhood that can happen to somebody's child there is a whole lot of life and life issues that can also happen at different times so it would be it would be a really good thing if parents are um i don't know open-minded i think that's the word and matured enough to still be able to feel love and acceptance towards a child that is on a path that you're not really 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 happy about so that's what that's i think that should work yeah you know while you are talking you seem to mention you know the mother supporting which reminded me of the fact that in most cases where the stain of single motherhood happens the child 
the, the female child gets pregnant, it is mostly the fathers that actually disown, okay? Mm-hmm. And what would you say to a father listening right now? Because I think we should also be talking to them as well, not just mothers supporting. Fathers also have a role to play, okay? Just in few words and advice for the fathers as well. Okay, I think the same thing, the same thing applies. Love, acceptance, and, you know, should be, you should, that should be big, bigger than, you know, disappointments and anger that you feel towards a child. I think what I said for the moms, it also applies to the dad. And I don't even understand why, <laughs> okay, no, no, let me say I don't understand. I understand the disappointment, but at the end of the day, you don't even have to do much for most people. For You don't even have to, like, do much for a child that is going, like, out of line, really. We see it at every at every stage, even, even for my kids, like, you see, when kids disappoint you, they know, right? Mm-hmm. Even when you're not, like, angry, they know. And they're always, always trying to get back in your favor. So parents should always know this and not have, you know, extra pressure to it. For okay. instance, even when you accept, like, when your child makes a mistake and you accept, that child will still not feel a 100%, like, comfortable. A child that you that is raised right, though, because I know that so there are some, you know, other cases, they would know and they would be inspired by your forgiveness and by your acceptance and they will want to do better for you and then for themselves and then everybody's happier at the end of the day yeah okay um second to the last question that i have also i need you to drop some few words of encouragement for any single mother that you know might be listening to this you know something to just encourage them because i know they're doing an amazing job but sometimes just like there are highs there are also lows there might be days where you doubt you know, your efforts, are you really doing well and all that. Just some few words of advice for them. And I apologize. Um, most times there is always a patrol around my area just to make sure things are fine because of the pandemic. So in case you're hearing any, any sirens. So yeah, what would you say to single mothers listening? Dear single mom, you are amazing. I don't even have to like tell you anything special, but the main fact that you decided to follow through with this the main fact that you stayed you deserve the world you deserve an award and you're going to get it just have to keep going that is it just have to keep going just think about it if your life did not take this turn where would you be i'm here to tell you today that you can still be at that place you can still be more than that and all you have to do is go get it it's as simple as that you have to stand up and not let this thing don't let it like affect your parts don't let it weigh you down you still go get up raise your head up and you know go get it simple surround yourself with you know people of like minds this thing is nothing really don't let it define you more than that you define it you define what you want it to be and that's it so yes you are doing an amazing job thank you thank you your kids are going to thank you too but i'm thanking you for you know taking this on you're brave you're brave and i and i love you oh that's so amazing thank you for that and finally you mentioned um i, I your instagram page there are some online programs that you do to help empower single mothers can you mention them just in case any single mother is listening and want to be a part of your community thank you the name of my platform is um the square peg wonder my website is that the square peg wonder.com my instagram is that the square peg wonder so i have um a lot of offers i have ebooks that help different aspects of parenting i have an ebook that helps uh, moms to sleep train their kids because if you want to get more done you have to find a way to get those kids in bed early i also have um another ebook about time management again to do more especially when it's just you and you know and and the kids i live alone with my kids so i know what i'm talking about you have to manage your time in a very very you know precise manner so i have a ebook that you know helps with that i also have um courses short online courses that help with you know um if you are trying to brainstorm um a business idea for a side hustle and you're trying to just to things to keep you know more money flowing into a single a single a singly run household 
have um, resources that can help you get your business idea, set up a payment page, you know, business, um, small business stuff like that. Um, I also have Canva training if you want to um, develop your personal brand, your branding for your business, you want to create this for Instagram, for Facebook and all of that. I have that. And in the works, I have a, an ebook for um, to help people with healing and, and forgiveness because I realized that a lot of women, single moms, are still so angry they are still so bitter and it affects a lot you can't be at your best when you are busy being angry at you know somebody that did this oh this person is the reason why this is happening to you um you have to you know let all of that go so i have an ebook that you know it hopefully would help more people to just let go of all that so you can face the real stuff face your life and do amazing things so um i have a single mom uh, online course that is not ready yet but hoping that i can package the message the whole message into a course that somebody can just sit down and take no matter where they are and you know be encouraged know the things to do how to take it out to respond to a lot of very common um scenarios that because we don't talk to ourselves right you are going through something but you think it's just you it's not just you you are not alone so i'm thinking of a cost that can help you know single moms you know do all of that get this thing out of the way get it out of the forefront of your head and your mind so you can focus on your life so you can do amazing things with your life um so i also offer um clarity calls and coaching to people who you have a particular issue on your mind and you want to talk it out you can book sessions with me so we can you know brainstorm together and and you know provide clarity and so that you know your mind can be clearer and then again get to face your face your life and you know get creative and get your juices flowing and achieve more at the end of the day because that is my main priority for every single mom like get this thing out of your mind and go and do amazing things that is in your destiny that is you know go and pursue your passion do beautiful things that you're supposed to be doing instead of you know being distracted by this whole thing single mom thing wow wow i'm speechless thank you again thank you so much for all that you do for single mothers you know it's it's just funny how life works right and just like you said something um yes your life or single mothers your life took this course right but it's for a purpose it's all working out for your good right look at how you're impacting lives look at how you know, you are putting smiles on people's faces. You know, thank you so, so much. And thank you for agreeing to be a part of this episode for, you know, to encourage single mothers. I don't take that for granted. Thank you very much for sharing your journey. And also thank you for all that you do for single mothers here in Nigeria, because here in, I feel like here in Nigeria, there is little or no, little to no advocacy for them and you're doing an amazing job. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I'm so honored like to be here because I actually didn't see this becoming, you know, something that big. But I just realized that, okay, the more I got vocal, I, w- I would post online about my experiences. People started reaching out to me and then it became a thing, really. And then more people, you know, we keep gathering and, you know, sharing ideas and everything. So for you to thank me, I, I feel I feel I don't know I'm, I'm honored really that's all I can say I'm so so super honored and I'm happy to be here happy to reach you know your audience happy to connect with you too you're an amazing woman Viola so I want to thank you too for this podcast you're doing so so well so multi-talented you inspire me so thank oh. you for thanking me I'm thanking you now you need to see me I am seriously blushing thank you so much <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, I am still thinking about this conversation with Ronke. It was like, it reminded me of how much the society contributes and makes single mothers feel. And makes single mothers feel rather. It's so appalling, honestly. And I'm so happy we had this conversation. I'm so happy that we are having this conversation on this podcast. And again, if you know any single mother, please send this episode to them to encourage them and let them know that they are not alone and they're doing absolutely amazing. Um, if you are an NGO, 
that would like to support single mothers here in Nigeria, you do an NGO from anywhere, it might, you might be in Nigeria, you might be in Africa, anywhere in the world, and you would love to support, please send email to ekeneviola gmail.com. I'm going to leave my email address in the description box, and I will, of course, notify Ronke immediately. If you love to support single mothers in Ronke's platform, she has up to 40 single mothers that she caters to, she coaches, she guides. If you'd love to support using any resources financially, please, you are so much welcome. Please send email to ekeneviola at gmail.com. It will be so much appreciated. Or you're just an individual, right? But you want to support, you want to encourage single mothers through wrong care, you know, to please just send email to ekeneviola at gmail.com as well. It will get to the single moms and it will be so much, so much appreciated. So that's all for the issue segment of this podcast. Second to the lastly, if there is any word like that, to the reality check segment. And the reality check segment is where we basically check up on each other. So this is how we do it. Um, If you have something that you're going through or something that you need someone to support you, it might even be something that you need someone to agree with you in prayer. All you have to do is to send me a mail to my email address, which is always in the description box of every episode of this podcast. Or you can just drop a direct message on our social media platforms on Instagram or Twitter. And I will get back to you immediately. I'll attend to that. I'll, you know, we'll talk about it. And after we finish talking about it or praying together on it, if you would love me to share it on a subsequent episode of the podcast to encourage someone going through the same thing, that would be so much appreciated. So for this, episode someone sent me a mail and wants me to keep him or her anonymous the mail reads hi viola how are you honestly i don't know how i am at the moment because the pandemic affected a lot of my plans i'm almost giving up on 2020 (laughs) i so much understand like i can also relate to this at a point and and at a level, a lot of people had so many plans for 2020, my dear. A lot of people, like, 2020 is that year where you're like, oh, man, <laughs> I perfectly understand. Please do not give up on 2020 yet. It's not yet over yet. Something can still happen on December 31st of this year. So do not give up yet, okay? I know that it shattered a lot of your plans. And a lot of people listening to this right now can also still relate. But we move. We still keep on moving. So do not give up yet, okay? Everything is working together for the good of those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. So it will still work out for your good, okay? Even though it seems like really, really bleak and it's so confusing. But just hang on. Something will still happen. Okay, God will still come true for you. All right, 2020 is not over yet. It's not cancelled. Do not cancel it. Um, Please, please hang on. All right? I love you so much. Thank you so much for sending in this mail. You know, I appreciate your trust in me and also the members of this podcast community. I just wanted to let you know that you're not alone. And 2020 is still going to be an amazing year for you and I. Okay? So that's all for the reality check segment. Finally, to the common sense rule segment where we are reminded of simple cuts we might have forgotten or oblivious to. I quickly wanted to handle things to never say to a single mother. Do you know why? Because most times it might be a trigger it's none of your business and i mean there are just some things you should never say to someone honestly there are some things that you should just learn to mind your business and i have up to seven things you should never say to a single mother and the credit is to healthymommy.com um i got these things from healthymommy.com so shout out to you healthymommy.com so here are the things you should never say to a single mother number one asking her who is your child's father what are you doing with that information? What's your business with it? Like, what do you want to do with the information? It's not your business, okay? It's like, what do you want to do with it? Why are you asking? Just stop it. Stop asking, okay? Number two, claiming you know what it's like as a partner goes away for the weekend or work. So maybe you're married and you have a friend or you know someone that is a single mother and then, you know, they're talking about or they're not even saying anything to you and you're just like, you know, I really understand how being a single mother feels like, you know, having my husband travel away for so long, you know, I, I could imagine how that is for you, okay? So what am I going to do with that information you told me now? I don't... You know, in situations like where you say this to someone, a single mom, if I am in that situation, I wouldn't know what to say back. I'd be like, okay, um, what do you now want me to say back? I mean, don't say that to someone. It's unnecessary, okay? And then the next thing is wishing her luck on meeting somebody and giving her kids a dad. I feel like this is so common amongst people. You know, you see a single mom or you're gossiping about a single mom, right? You know, yes, you're gossiping about her. She had a child and all that. And you're like, who is going to marry her now? Oh, my God. 
So, like, I don't, like, see, when you think or say some things about somebody, do you, like, think or try to put yourself in the shoes of, like, what if I'm the one on the receiving end? How is this going to feel like? Why are you, what kind of thing is this? Like, why are you, it's, it's, what, please stop saying that to any single mom that you know or saying, I, 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 I pray that one day you find a man or give this person a good, you give your child a good dad. It's not your business, my dear. Unless, let's say, you're very, like, really, really close to her, like you guys are best friends. That is different. But <laughs> don't say that to any single mom, please. And then um, the fourth thing you should never say is using phrases like kids coming from a broken home on their child. Wow, wow. Some of y'all, some of, some of y'all are really too much. I, I know some of y'all do this. Be like, oh, that child. I pity that child. He's from a broken home. Mm-hmm. Oh, ye advisor. Oh, ye um, notice of broken home. We're done, no. We're done. Please don't ever use that phrase on anybody. Whether the child is a single mom or whether the child, child, the parents are going through a tough time in their relationship. It's not your your responsibility to judge whether they're from a broken home or not it's not your business okay face your front and then another thing is telling her you don't look like a single parent okay so there is a way single parents look you know there's a way single mothers look is that what you're trying to say by saying this to a single mother like, I, I don't grab like why are you saying that is there a way single mothers look do they have a cross on their face or do they have a bold inscription on their forehead that like, oh i'm a single mom or i'm a single father like why are you saying that don't say that to anybody. It's not courteous at all. I mean, what do you want the person to now say? Reply you back. It's a very awkward thing to say to anybody. All right? And then number six, asking, did you try to work it out with your ex for the sake of your children? <laughs> we appreciate your concern, but it's none of your business. Face your front. All right? Face your front. I, like, how do people think and do these things? You just walk up to someone, you're like... Oh, let's say you don't walk up. You know the person. You Maybe the person lives in your street or in your area. Or the person is a family relation, a distant family relation. And you're like, when you miss them, you're like, oh, did you try to work things out with your ex too? You know, just for the sake of your child. Mm. Of all things to say to that person is to ask this very stupid, demeaning question. Please never do that. If you've done that, it is totally wrong. And I want to remind you of it, okay? It is very, very bad. You know, And the last thing is telling her you are the kid mom and dad okay thank you for that reminder you know you know single mothers go through a lot mentally i like she already knows that she's standing in the gap you know has this child has the baby or the children's mom and dad you know especially in situations where maybe the single parent lost the other partner we know that okay and you're now saying you're the single you're the child's mom and dad they know that so why are you telling them again why Nobody asked you. Nobody asked you. We should really learn to mind our businesses, okay? So, yeah, these are the things you should never say to a single mother. You know, I'm going to summarize them. Number one, who is your child's father? Number two, claiming that you know what it's like as your partner goes away for the weekend or work. Number three, wishing her luck on meeting somebody and giving her kids a dad. Number four, using phrases like kids coming from a broken home. Number five, telling her you don't look like a single parent. Number six, asking, did you try to work it out with your ex for the sake of your children? And lastly, telling her you're the kids, mom and dad. Please don't ever say that to someone, all right? Don't, don't think about it. Don't even think it. No try em, no think em. Okay, so guys, that is all for the common sense re segment of this podcast, and that is all for this episode of the Countdown Podcast. Please, I need you to do me a favor. Please, on any podcast app or platform you're using to listen to me right now, a review of this podcast would be highly appreciated. So please rate, give this podcast a five star ratings, review, um, subscribe, share, and tell someone about the Countdown Podcast today. Please, you love this podcast, you enjoy it. Why not share screenshots? You know the your screen listening to this podcast share it on your insta stories on instagram share it on twitter tag me or you can use the hashtag countdown podcast i am going to come and reply you and engage you on it please please share this podcast tell someone about this podcast today and also if you'd love to support or tip me for the production of new episodes and expansion of this podcast by getting things like a new microphone being able to reach out to more and more guests you're so much welcome you can do that using shukran so shukran is a platform
platform that allows you and gives you the opportunity to tip your favorite content creators to encourage them in their content creation journey. And guess what? You can tip them for any amount for as low as $1 or 100 naira and above. Any amount. You can do that on Shukran. So I'm going to be leaving the link to my Shukran account in the description box. If you want to tip me, please click on that link and within a few minutes you can tip me any amount. Or if you want to support monthly, if you want to support monthly on this podcast, you can do that using this podcast Patreon account or on Anchor Support. The links will be in the description box. Okay. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you found it resourceful, if you found it inspiring, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Okay. Don't go away with those thoughts. Don't smile to yourself alone. Please drop me a voice message. Just like it was featured on this episode, I am going to feature that voice message in episode 26 of the podcast. I'm going to leave the link to the for you to drop the voice message in the description. So please, please, please drop me a voice um, message. And do not forget to follow on social media, follow on Instagram at the underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast on Twitter at podcast calm. Again, the links will be in the description box. And if you want to tweet at the countdown podcast on Twitter, always use the hashtag countdown podcast. Okay. I follow these hashtags like back to back. So I'm always going to um, engage on it and also reach out to you on it. So yeah, please remember, share this episode with any single parent that you know okay, to encourage them and remind them that they are doing so well and we are proud of them. Thank you so much for listening to this point. I hope you learned a whole lot. If you want to receive updates on new episodes, you can subscribe to my newsletter by clicking the link in the description box. We are also on social media. You can follow the Countdown podcast on Instagram at the underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast. And you can like our Facebook page at the Countdown podcast and also join our Facebook group Countdown podcast community. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at viola underscore ekene v-i-o-l-a underscore e-k-e-n-e so is there anything bothering you that you need my opinion and that of the community on before making a decision for the reality check segment please please send email to ekeneviola at gmail.com e-k-e-n-e v-i-o-l-a ekeneviola at gmail.com or send a direct message to our podcast instagram handle at the calm down podcast that is v underscore calm underscore down underscore podcast you can also check out my blog at www.iswordmybeauty.com again www.iswordmybeauty.com for amazing beauty lifestyle and interview contents this podcast is also available to listen on apple google podcast spotify pocket cast breaker radio public listening notes and other podcast listening platforms out there once again i'm your host viola ekene thank you so much for listening and love you